Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is your Times Daily World Briefing for Saturday the 2nd of April. I'm Sophia Franklin. And I'm Laura Cook. Hard battles ahead in Ukraine, but the president says Russian troops' withdrawal is noticeable. And a vote of no confidence awaits Pakistan's leadership while protesters take to the streets. The Times Daily World Briefing. We start in Ukraine, where the country's president says a pullout of Russian troops is slow but noticeable in the north of the country. Ukrainian forces have reclaimed the towns of Bucha and Irpin outside Kyiv. But Volodymyr Zelensky warned more hard battles lie ahead for Ukrainians in the east, where he said the situation remains extremely difficult. Russian troops are moving to Donbass and towards Kharkiv. They are preparing new strikes. We are preparing an ever more active defence. This news comes as a hospital in Kharkiv says it's already overrun with patients, many of whom had suffered serious shrapnel wounds. The hospital in Chuhiv said it had admitted 113 civilians, including 15 children, since Russia's invasion of Ukraine began in February. Yulia is one of the many being treated. An entire bus was shot out. We were on a bus for civilians. There were approximately 20 people on board, 14 people survived, eight dead bodies. In Mariupol, the International Committee of the Red Cross is making another attempt today to evacuate civilians after failing on Friday. But more than 3,000 people managed to leave the besieged southern port city. Ukraine's deputy prime minister confirmed that two buses from the city of Berdyansk with Mariupol residents left for Zaporizhia. Meanwhile, 12 buses from Melitopol with local residents were also en route and more than 300 private cars followed behind them. The Times of London reports that Russia is running out of weapons the longer this invasion continues and is planning to take key Ukrainian factories to keep their soldiers armed. Kirill Mikhailov is an investigative reporter for the conflict intelligence team. Russia has uh, tried to uh, take control over the motor siege plant in Ukraine, which uh, has been doing a lot of engines specifically for helicopters. You have to understand that this uh, whole uh, Soviet military industry was an interconnected thing, and uh, both uh, Ukraine and Russia suffered when it uh, was severed by the collapse of the Soviet Union. 
It has been claimed by Russia that Ukrainian forces have attacked a civilian oil storage facility in a Russian city north of Ukraine. Videos on social media show a blaze near apartment blocks in Belgorod, 40 kilometres from the border. Other clips appear to show rockets hitting the oil depot, which Moscow claims were fired by two Ukrainian helicopters. Ukraine's top security official, however, denied Ukrainian forces behind the attack, saying it doesn't correspond with reality. A vote of no confidence amid allegations of a conspiracy to oust him from power. That's what Pakistani Prime Minister Imran Khan is facing this weekend. The vote takes place on Sunday, following defections from Khan's ruling coalition as the leader accused the United States of conspiring against him. It comes after he visited Moscow in February, meeting Russian President Vladimir Putin on the day Russian forces invaded neighbouring Ukraine. The White House has denied that the United States had been seeking to remove Khan from power, but Khan's government on Friday handed an official protest to the US embassy. Everyone knows about it now. We now have given a demarche to the American embassy regarding this interference. So now the whole nation knows about it. As the official protest was handed in, elsewhere in the northwestern city of Peshawar, ruling party members of the Tariki Insaf led their own protest against the United States, chanting down with America. They were joined by nearly 500 protesters led by a ruling party MP in the southern port city of Karachi, where anti-American slogans were chanted. A handful of activists from the anti-America Shiite group also reacted to Khan's claims, holding a rally in Islamabad, where they burned American flags. Pakistan's debt-bound economy has faced numerous problems from a wasteful and inefficient power sector to weak tax collection, poor productivity and menial value-added exports. Kamar Chima is a strategic and political analyst who studies Pakistani politics. He says after a thin majority in the last election, Khan now faces a shift in political support. The first thing you need to understand is that Imran Khan was having a very thin majority in the 2018 elections. So with all that thin majority, he needed the support of the coalition partners. So after almost 3.5 years, what has happened that the coalition partners and some of the members of the, his, his own party, Pakistan Dehrike and Saab, left him because the opposition is coming up with a more lucrative offer. On the way, more on who sits where in the groups for the Football World Cup and Will Smith says his goodbyes to the academy following that slap. The Times Daily World Briefing. Workers at an Amazon warehouse in New York have been celebrating a momentous day after they forced the technology giant to recognise a trade union in the United States for the first time. There's always going to be Amazon versus the people. And today the people have spoken and the people wanted a union. That's former Amazon worker Chris Smalls, one of the leaders of the new group, after he made his name protesting against unsafe working conditions during the pandemic. 55% of the workforce in Staten Island voted in favour of joining the Amazon Labour Union. It's a major defeat for Amazon, which have fiercely fought against unionisation. Jason Anthony is the Amazon Labour Union organiser. We make history to be the first independent worker-led 
union in the entire country in New York City. By contrast, in Alabama, though, a majority of Amazon workers rejected unionization in a still not final outcome. For the first time in Yemen's seven-year conflict, warring sides have agreed to a nationwide truce. It'll allow fuel imports into Houthi-held areas and some flights from Sana'a Airport, according to the United Nations. The UN special envoy who helped broker the peace deal said that the truce will come into effect on Saturday evening, marking the start of Ramadan. The Secretary-General, Antonio Gutierrez, said the ceasefire should be the first step towards peace in Yemen. It opens the door to addressing Yemen's urgent humanitarian and economic needs and creates a genuine opportunity to restart Yemen's political process. This truce must be a first step to ending Yemen's devastating war. Describing truces like this as potentially fragile, Guterres says he's remaining hopeful the peace deal will be extended. The Times Daily World Briefing. Sport. The names have been drawn and groups decided. Here's Kane Rees with the latest on the Football World Cup. The first match of the 2022 World Cup will see Qatar play Ecuador after the group stage draw was completed in Doha. Reigning world champions France were drawn with Denmark, Tunisia and one of either UAE, Australia or Peru. Four-time champions Germany have been potted with 2010 winners Spain. Five-time winners Brazil will take on Serbia, Switzerland and Cameroon. England will play the USA and Iran and the winner of the final European playoff. Lionel Messi's Argentina are in Group C with Mexico, Saudi Arabia and Poland, while Cristiano Ronaldo and Portugal come up against Uruguay, Ghana and South Korea. The 2022 World Cup will be played across eight venues in Qatar, with the tournament beginning on the 21st of November. The Times Daily World Briefing. Entertainment. In a rare move, Will Smith has resigned from the Oscars Academy after slapping presenter Chris Rock live on stage during the 94th ceremony on Sunday. The Academy says it accepts his resignation but will continue with the disciplinary proceedings against him. In a statement, Smith said his actions were shocking, painful and inexcusable and that the list of those hurt is long when he assaulted Chris Rock on stage after he made a joke about his wife's hair. There remains speculation as to whether Will Smith will now be stripped of the Oscar he went on to win after the slap. Others had wondered, before he sealed his own fate, if Smith would be expelled from the Academy. Only a handful of people have ever faced that punishment, including Harvey Weinstein and Bill Cosby. And finally, ancient Pompeii has a new guardian, a four-legged robot dog that will inspect the ancient Italian city streets. It goes by the name of Spot and has been designed to identify structural and safety issues at night time, whilst also delving underground to review the tunnels, which were illegally dug by relic thieves. The dog-like robot is the latest in a series of technologies used as part of a broader project to better manage the archaeological park since 2013. UNESCO had previously threatened to add Pompeii to a list of world heritage sites in peril unless Italian authorities improved its preservation. And that's your Times Daily World Briefing for Saturday the 2nd of April. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts.